We are back with another episode of Spice After Dark. Sorry about a little quick hiatus. Um, I guess not quick. It was more like two weeks, but we had some stuff going on. Sorry that we can't be there all the time, but just know we love you. We are back for you. Brendan and I got a pretty quick show tonight, guys. We were just going to recap last week's NFL Week 4, and then we are going to get into Week 5 predictions in line. So we're going to keep it nice and quick for you. We're going to have some fun stuff to talk about. Without further ado, let's get to it. up guys so yep like i said sorry about the last couple weeks had some scheduling issues and then i was gonna try to go solo dolo last weekend but had a little personal emergency at home all is well thanks for checking in but brennan we had a kind of a crazy weekend of football so i mean we can say that every monday well i guess it's wednesday but we can say that every week but first of all guys i just want to start off by saying i went to the husker game on saturday in lincoln And this is the first actual game that I've been to since my freshman year, which was almost five years ago. And guess what? I am officially uh, one and oh for Nebraska games that I've been to, where if I stay later than halftime, they end up winning that game. So I think I'm Nebraska's good luck charm. Scott Frost had his divorced out energy out and it showed. Brendan, what do you think of that? Uh, I thought Nebraska, they looked the best I've literally ever seen them. Probably since Um, Bopolini's days. Yeah, so definitely since I've been a student there, my freshman year. So, um, but no, it, they were awesome to watch. I think this weekend they've got uh, Michigan at home, and I've already spelled a line is uh, three and a half. Uh, Nebraska is only three and a half underdogs, which is and guess the what? most respect I've seen Vegas give them in a long time. So it's awesome. And guess what? Your boys going to that game again? Nah, you might as well, dude. It's another night game. It's going to be great atmosphere. It, the, the atmosphere last weekend, I saw the pictures. First of all, I mean, I was so jealous. I, it, was, it was really tough to watch everybody go to the game and you know hit the Haymarket. Um, it looked like a lot of fun. And plus, the game was just awesome. 56 to 7, beat a Big Ten rival. Like, it doesn't get much better than that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that they've got a little sneaky chance to pull off an upset this weekend. We'll see. Well, as long as I stay past halftime, I think we're good there. Uh, but then, Brennan, speaking of just kind of all the pictures and videos, uh, so my girlfriend and I were looking at the uh, snap maps for the Lincoln area from over the weekend. And if you go to the Nebraska Union green space, so they do allow tailgates now. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen that. How, how does that work? So the athletic department is sponsoring it. Technically, it's a dry event, so you just sneak it in, you know, do your thing. But uh, right. this freshman from the old fraternity days, so this kid's a freshman, I see him kind of – shotgun and rather quickly and you know me i'm a competitive soul and i had one of the quicker times not to brag but as soon as i saw it happen i uh just kind of looked at my girlfriend i was like hey can i go do this and then i went over and i was like hey like you got to see if you can beat me that's the only way i'm going to respect you and that kind of thing i and i beat him and i was just like still nice nice what were you guys drinking twisted teas Brandon, you are fading me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I love you. All right. Let's, let's, just, let's just get into the NFL. I'm not going to talk let's about this anymore. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, Brendan, I want to start off with Sunday night's game. So, the Patriots looked decent against Tampa Bay. I actually thought they were going to win that game. And we need to talk about Steve Belichick. That guy yeah. is ridiculous. I was making his facial expressions the entire day at work on Monday and people got the references. Like I was just like, I would pull on my mask and stuff and just kind of do that like tongue, like scrunchy face thing. I would do this with my coworkers, obviously never with anybody that was actually at the bank. Um, so I was just, it, it, it was crazy. I, I cannot imagine an actual human being knowing you're live on camera. Like I get it. You're in the moment, but God, what a weird guy. Yeah, no, he, he just looks like somebody who's just like dirty. You know what I mean? Um, he's probably going to end up being like a head coach in a couple of years or something just based off of his name. But yeah, no, I was, I was terrified of him. Uh, I saw that they, did you hear that they found uh, the Zodiac, not found, but they um, like found the identity, I guess, of the Zodiac killer today. Uh, it and it was a dude who, it was a dude who died like two or three years ago, like in 2018, I think. So um, how do they know? I don't know. They they found out his identity and everything. 
Um, I know people probably still won't accept it. I'm sure the investigation will probably still go on forever. But I, I was going to say, like, Steve Belichick might be the Zodiac killer. That be. dude is a, he just looks horrifying. He looks like somebody who could kill a man in cold blood and never blink twice. Um, so I, I am scared of him. But going off of the actual game, you know, Tom Brady, it was a pretty historic game for many reasons. You know, he got, it was his first game back at Foxborough and he uh, won it. So he's now joined uh, elite company and like a tier of quarterbacks who have beaten at least every other team in the NFL once. He also beat Drew Brees' passing record all time. So they're the only ones to have thrown over 80,000 yards. So it's pretty sweet, but the game itself was kind of crappy. Yeah. You're right. The The Patriots hung in there. I think their defense is actually pretty sweet. So hats off to Steve Belichick because I, I think, isn't he the, is he the defensive coordinator? Or is, is he the offensive coordinator? I think he's defense. Okay. So yeah, hats yeah. off to hats that off. freak. Yeah. He probably just, just tells all of his guys like murder, just murder them. Steve Belichick is the kind of guy to wear a dirt covered jean jacket and keep cigarettes in the front pocket. Drake, the type of guy. To... <laughs> that's that's kind of what I was going off of. Yeah, uh, no. Brennan, what other game did you want to talk about? So I did want to bring up that uh, the Chargers have now picked up their second AFC West win uh, over the undefeated, previously undefeated Raider, Raiders. So not undefeated anymore, the, the, but the Las Vegas Raiders. That's what they should have changed. The their Raiders. Name to. Yeah. Yeah, that's what me and my buddies were called in college, the Ragers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, char- the Chargers are uh, an interesting team to watch for sure. But I was going to bring up uh, your team, the Chiefs. They snapped their two-game losing streak with uh, an absolute just handling of the Eagles. So they were, my mortal- they were going to be my mortal lock of the week last week to cover because yeah. I think before that they went like 1-13-1 against the spread. So they covered it with ease. But, yeah, what was, uh, what was your reaction to that game? So I was actually busy running air. Sadly, I could not watch most of the game as much as I really, really, really wanted to because I, I knew that was going to be kind of a deciding moment for that team. Are they going to win or are they going to lose three consecutive games? And y'all, just for the just for notice and for peace of mind, I did not go on a two-week hiatus from the show because the Chiefs were losing. That is not who I'm about. My fanship <laughs> has just zenned out. I can watch a game now, and even if they lose, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. It's not going to affect my <laughs> daily life. I don't have money on this game. I'm not playing. Whatever, right? So He was hiding all my calls. So Yeah, I was, I was dodging Brennan, but um, that's for other reasons. The, the Chiefs looked better, I want to say. So, I mean, Clyde Ebertelaire, I would say he's, he's kind of redeemed himself. I know he's had just a really shit last three weeks as far as just holding on to the ball. And that was really what their main problem was, is just turnovers. It was turnovers and just, like, dumbass little mistakes like that. So seeing as they're fixing that, I think they have a better chance this weekend than I would have thought. Um, if you asked me two weeks ago if I thought they were going to be the Bills, I'm just saying, I don't know. But now I'm, I'm a little bit – I'm feeling a little bit better about it. I actually almost went to that game or would be going, but my brother snubbed the tickets out from under my nose, that snake. That snake. Yeah, I saw that uh, Andy Reid, it was his 100th win with the Chiefs, yeah, which now dude. makes him the only coach – to reach that mark for two different franchises. So yeah, that's Red's pretty cool. Happy. Yeah. I, I, although I, I didn't see any Jackson Mahomes videos beforehand. Do you think, uh, do you think that's the reason why they won? You think he was distracting the team? Yeah, honestly, uh, Jackson Mahomes, if for any reason, if you ever listen to the show, just know I am a fan of the Kansas city chiefs. They are my ride or dies and I love them to heaven and back, but my God, I hope you die. I, I wow. hope wow. everything right. bad that happens to you in life, you fully deserve it. And you are ruining my franchise. So, like, honestly, I wish you got worse coverage when you poured that water bottle on that Ravens fan. See, I, I think the Ravens fan definitely probably deserved that because he was no doubt saying some horrible things to him. Probably. But still. But it was funny. I, I saw the, the, the Kansas City mayor, like, did you see his shirt about – Jackson Mahomes? No. He wore a sh- – or he tweeted uh, – I messed that up. So the Kansas City mayor tweeted about Jackson Mahomes saying, oh, like, leave, Jax- leave Jackson Mahomes alone, like some Britney Spears shit. Um, <laughs> and, and Jackson Mahomes straight up printed the, the tweet and put it on a shirt and then wore it to the Chiefs game. What a whore. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and then he tied it in a little knot in the back. And oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But hey, let's talk about the Eagles real quick in that game. Jalen yeah. Hurts, I'm going to keep reiterating. Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. I still think he played his ass off in that game. He's just kind of in a bad situation. That's just what I'm going to keep telling myself. Could you imagine if he was still playing under Doug Peterson, Brennan, and like that game unfolded? That would have just been spankings. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, no, I think I think Nick Sirianni has actually done a, a, a really decent job at head coach so far, mm-hmm. and it, it's tough because they their defense isn't great. So, you know, you you can't if I just don't think that the Eagles, although I think Jalen Hurts is a really talented quarterback, I don't think that they have the the star power or the help on offense to keep up with the chiefs where like, you know, they're kind of, it's like two bad defenses going against each other. So it's like, are you going to be able to keep up with Patrick Mahomes? Probably not, but he did. He played his ass off. And I I think, uh, what was the final like total of that game? Like 41 to like 28 or 25 or something. It was closer than that. I'll, I'll look that up real quick. But, um, Chris Jones, I think is having a good defensive year starting now. I'm just going to like pretend the last three weeks didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, because I the one one of the main things I was able to watch right before halftime, so I was out to brunch, and um, brunch. Him, him forcing a fumble after driving him like ten yards back was one of the most hyped. Like I was literally, I was at Hot Cat in Lincoln, you know that environment, right? Not really your sports crowd. So, like I literally stood up and just started like kind of clapping and stuff like really quickly. I was so so. Hyped wait, up. you were watching the you were out watching the game? Yeah. So when I was at brunch, I was, but I had a couple other like errands I had to attend to. Oh, gotcha, but gotcha. I was able to get some snippet I, and you know i have the app too where i'm just gonna watch the game on the road like I'm, I'm i'm still a sports fan believe it or not um but seriously kansas city defense good god like i'm just i'm ready for I, i'm not calling for steve spaniolo's resignation whatsoever he's definitely worked wonders for that defense compared to what it was before 2018 um so i'm not gonna keep complaining but good god like dude like i said it just needs to change and it was 42 that's to, tough 42 to 30 yes sir well, I, I do think that it wasn't even as close as that sounds because the Eagles scored like a, a last like minute touchdown. So mm-hmm. it really wasn't even that close. It, it was a spanking, that's for sure. Yeah, I will say this though too. Chiefs covered for the first time in God knows how long. Yep, and I knew it was coming. So that was going to be my uh, my lock, especially after two losses. I just I, I knew Andy Reid would get it together, mm-hmm. um, and he did. So when Andy Reid's happy, the I'm happy. Exactly. All right, so let's get to your to your beloved Bears. Yep, so I apologize to the viewers. I'm going to rant for a second. Um, won't be too long, maybe. But um, so, yeah, Bears obviously picked up their second win of the season. We have the same record, Jacob, our teams, um, two and two. Totally. <laughs> yep, so – but it was the first win with Justin Fields at starting QB, so that's why, uh, that's why it was kind of an important game. But it was a – I thought – it was a very promising game from him. Uh, he made a lot of big time throws. He already surpassed Dalton by like three times the amount of passes with more air yards than 15, uh, which is just like hilarious. But he attempted the, I, I did see somewhere he attempted the same amount of passes beyond 30 yards than he did passes behind the line of scrimmage, which is just so unlike the Bears offense that I was like, wait, oh, I know why. It's because Matt Nagy is not calling the plays today so it came out this week you know bill laser he our offensive coordinator called the game on offense so which fields had a lot of praise for laser he's saying he was calm and collected from the booth which is kind of indicative of what he considered naggy was when he was calling plays but probably just um, erratic yeah just you would have thought he was like a schizophrenic or something so yeah and and Sorry, I hate to interrupt you, but to those that don't know, if you don't follow Brennan on Twitter and you want to know what kind of sports fan he is, his followers suffer with him almost every weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Chicago thing over here. But, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, it was definitely a, the whole start of the season was really annoying with Matt Nagy. He was just kind of being a, a pretentious asshole about things. Um, and, you know, and even after the win, like after Fields made some great throws, like Nagy reiterated like on Monday that if Andy Dalton is healthy, he's still the starter. But breaking he, news. He as of, gone. Yeah, exactly. So everyone was like calling for Nagy's head after that. They're like, are you kidding me, dude? Like 
give me a break. So, but you can't at, keep getting away with this. <laughs> literally. So, as of today, though, um, breaking news, kind of, I guess, but happened today at least. Nagy came out and announced that moving forward, Justin Fields will be the starter at quarterback. So he's the new QB one in Chicago. It's awesome. Obviously I'm happy about it. Mm -hmm. And Dalton is healthy, I guess, but fields is the guy. So week four, man, four weeks. That's how long it took. Another quote by Nagy today. It was something along the lines of like, we've known from the beginning. It's is that we'll know when fields is ready. Um, And so like, Today, like today's the day, like he's done everything to show us that he's ready, which I feel like Matt Nagy's just constantly gaslighting me because literally Monday he was like, Andy Dalton's the starter when he's healthy. And within like a day or two, he's just like, nope, Justin Fields is the guy and we've always known this. And I'm just like, dude, what? Am I the one going crazy here? Yeah. No. So I, I, this shouldn't be how a head coach treats me. I still, Matt Nagy's just, he has done everything in his power to make fans hate him and i'm still calling for his head but regardless i'm happy that fields is the new starter because he deserves it way more so how do you think Andy dalton feels right now honestly i kind of think he's just relieved he's just like i don't have to keep fighting anymore i can rest like he's just Dude, he's probably just, he's done um, I did. I did see that he he like reached out to fields and was like supportive so that was that was yeah. nice Andy dalton great guy but just not that, great at football. Yeah. not that great at football. Well, he's better than both you and I. I will say this. He is definitely better at quarterback than I am. I'll yeah. give him that. <laughs> well, and uh, so before we get into next week's lines, unless you had anything else to cover about the Bears. Okay. So before we get into next week's lines, and speaking of kind of head coaches making their fans hate them, we should probably bring up Bill O'Brien. So Bill, how, oh, I thought you were going to say Urban Meyer. Oh, yes. We'll get to that uh, after this. But we, Bill O'Brien, okay, so this theory came out. I'm not sure how real this is, but it's, it's very assumed that Bill O'Brien was trying to get fired. I don't know who came out with this. I, like I said, I don't know how real this is. But it turns out Bill O'Brien was trying to get fired from Houston all along. So we, we were. Well, he did a good of, job. Yeah, we, we low key predicted this because I remember last year, I think we kept saying he was just sabotaging the team from the inside and just wanted to be gone. And it ended up happening. And, you know, every Houston sports fan is probably thinking the same thing we were at that point anyway. So honestly, God have mercy on the Houston sports fans. What was them for they shall inherit the earth, Brendan? Blessed, blessed are they. So blessed they, are they. Yeah, they have just. And the Astros season just ended last weekend too. So life is just very hard for a Houston sports fan. But um, yeah, like I said, just absolutely crazy. I want to believe this is true just so I can say I was kind of right about something. But yeah, Bill O'Brien, he's a piece of shit anyways. So what, what, do you, what did you read that he was doing to try and get fired? I didn't read anything specifically. I'm kind of a headline guy when it comes to that. If I keep seeing the same (laughs) thing, well, here's the thing. If I keep seeing the same headline over and over and over and over again from like 50 different things, I'm going to assume there's at least some truth to it. Um, So all I basically saw was um, this man was just sabotaging the team and trying to get fired the entire time. Well, it took them long enough. I think he was working at that for like two years. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. So, but another head coach that is not fired yet but uh, definitely on on the hot seat um, is urban Meyer because uh, last week he did not travel after playing in the Thursday night game against the Bengals. um, He did not travel back with the team stayed in Ohio and decided to go out on Saturday um, after the Ohio state win and was seen in multiple pictures and videos, like just absolutely faded at the bars uh, with definitely a much younger crowd, which, Hey, to, as a as a average Joe, as a person, I'm like respect, dude. You're an older man, like respect, man. Who's but but that is true. That's that is unfortunate. He so maybe be not respect to his wife and not to uh, football fans because first yeah, of all, football so fans he's, don't give a, they don't give a rat's ass. NFL players for the most part are terrible people. But well, well, so that's what I. I a lot of people have been saying there's just huge double standards in the NFL the way this is being treated. But mm-hmm. um, I mean. I see it, and I do think, you know, if you're the Jaguars organization, I mean, this dude has done nothing but kind of wreak havoc on the team since he's arrived. Mm-hmm. Like, there hasn't really been anything good that's come from it yet. They're 0-4. They're 
haven't won a game. They signed Tim Tebow, which was the first red flag for me. Um, and I just, I don't know, dude. I think he's become more of a distraction and more of like a, a hindering to the team. Um, but I don't, I, I was so excited to see what he would do in the NFL. But, you know, I think he's not, he's not cut out for, he's not cut out for, 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 for sorry, for professional football. I think he's definitely more of like a, a he's bigger a college name. kid. He's a college guy. So yeah. he, he's definitely, his game is recruiting and, you know, coming up with some weird shit for college and hanging out in the college bars, but yeah, he's not about, he's not for all this uh, professional crap. So that's what I'm saying. He's literally a college student in like a six year old body, but um, he's, I'll say this. I think if he doesn't turn this team around at like yesterday, he's gone after this year without a doubt. Cause I again, just think, cause who would they bring in to replace him right now? You know? Yeah. They would just have to go like interim, but it's like, I do think that he is having a negative effect on Trevor Lawrence's development Mm -hmm. as a quarterback because, I mean, there's no way as a QB that having a dude that's just been so used to college Mm -hmm. and running college plays, like having that type of coach to like help you adapt to the NFL, like that can't be a a good thing. You know what I mean? I, I see where, they were going with it. Like maybe this could be an easier transition, but I don't think that's how it's been. And I think he's just been more of a distraction than he has been a help to Trevor Lawrence. And I think Trevor Lawrence right now, it's like the sole bright spot of this team. So they need to focus on making sure that Trevor Lawrence is like taken care of mm-hmm. before anyone else. Like Trevor Lawrence is a guy that they know that they're keeping for 15 years. Urban Meyer is not. So if it's already gotten to the point where they feel like they need to jump ship in it. And me as a totally unbiased, like f- sports fan, because I have nothing to do with the Jaguars, urban Meyer has done nothing, but like prove to me, like he probably is not going to work out. Like it's, it's that been that bad that I'm already like, yo, I think it's, I think it's about time to part ways. I think so too. But on a brighter note, Brennan, at least we can talk about crippling gambling addiction. So on that. And I just want to point out to the viewers, listeners, whatever you want to call yourselves, um, (laughs) that this this past week, I had a a very down week in betting. So you're lucky. You're lucky that we didn't have a, a show last week because I didn't do too great. I did parlay a lot. So, you know, I, I was winning like three, three or four out of five. And, you know, that's not the best way to do betting. But when you're a poor jackass like me, parlays are usually what I go to. So this, this week, I'm going to try and stray away from the parlays, maybe go a little more traditional. But um, got a couple locks for you guys. But we're going to go through the, the games. And I'm hopefully going to redeem myself this week because I think it's like a, you know, weekly thing you fade me one week and then the next week you tell me so <laughs> all right so let's get started ja- with- J- jacob will be the middleman he'll he'll yeah, help out i'll be i'll be the middleman i'll be his uh his conscience here so let's you'll, start you'll with- be like the the angel sitting on my shoulder you drake drake the type of guy you know to have an angel and a devil on his shoulder making decisions <laughs> for him first of all yeah i hope the drake slander keeps going on that's that's the best thing i've seen yet it's uh, awesome Especially like they're making him a damn cartoon character, like all those sound effects. Okay, so yeah, let's just let's get started with Thursday's game. So first of all, y'all, we are in October. It is it is the full fall football setting that we got going Ooh, on here. It's getting crispy wee. outside. I got my Bath and Body Works pumpkins candle going on in my bedroom right now. Mm, Life is mm. good. Life is good. I'm getting a little, little bit of a little allergy cold thing, but I ain't gonna worry about that, right? Because we got some football yep. to watch. Let's start with tomorrow's game. Well, I guess tonight's because this is gonna air on Thursday, October seventh. We got Seattle. Yep at los angeles so let's go ahead and we'll start with that line right now i'm seeing a two and a half spread yes that's what i see as well that's what i'm seeing too all right so who do we got here we got rams favored at minus two and a half against seattle so brendan what do we think about this la's had some pretty some pretty good moments this year and that defense is pretty impeccable if i say so myself yeah, I think this uh, this That's... line is is very telling to what these two teams have um, done in the past week. I mean, Seattle picked up a, a win, and the Rams, undefeated heading into this past weekend, were kind of 
shown up by the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So th- this was, I, I had originally talked about like, Hey, I'm not much of a futures bet guy, but I was, I was thinking, I was like, I might bet on the Rams with good money to win the Super Bowl. I'm glad I didn't because they showed a lot of flaws this past weekend. Um, but at the same time, you know, I do think that the Seahawks are very streaky. Um, I think this past weekend was kind of a must-win game for them, and they won it. Mm. So I kind of think that they it gives them a little bit of leeway heading into this game. I don't know. I really hate betting on divisional games. It's so hard because yeah. anything can happen. Well, and the but, NFC West is such a competitive division too. It's almost impossible to pick out who's going to be the winner. It's it's, it's a really great division. Impossible. It's a great division. It is. I mean, the Cardinals were projected by almost everyone to finish last place in mm-hmm. the division in their first right they're first in the nfl they're undefeated the only undefeated team so for me i do think that the rams get back on track this weekend and i i don't think that you know the the 12th man of the seahawks is gonna is gonna do too much to stop them so i, I don't i don't hate this line i think that the rams should win by at least a field goal. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's given to you. It it's given that to you right now. So I think those are really good odds. Um, and I would, I would probably lean on the Rams right there, but also Thursday night games are hard. You know, I, I typically kind of look for more props rather than game lines because I just don't know how to deal with Thursday night games, but what, what are you thinking? I'm thinking this, Brennan. So you are right. Thursday night games are kind of a different environment. But uh, with that being said, I'm in accordance with you that the Rams are going to get back on track tonight. Are we doing color rush this week? Ooh, that's a great question. Because these are two teams, at least the Seahawks, who have just impeccable color rushers. Are they the neon greens? They look like a middle school basketball player. Yeah, they look like just some Nike elite socks. You know, it's pulled all the way up to the knees. Yep. No, but they, I think they're nice. They're they're kind of refresh. It's kind of like it's like tasting like some Baja Blast from Taco Bell. You know what I mean? I always think Starburst. I don't know why. Even though there's not even That's such fair. thing as green Starburst. So, um, anyways, I'm picking the Rams at the two and a half. If you're going to touch this game, are we looking at this over under? We got fifty four and a half here. That's a lot of points for sure. But and you know, both C- these teams Seahawks. got some really good offenses right now. I'm I can see they that did. I can see that overhitting. I can see it. I can see it hitting as well, but. You know, if my favorite bet is probably the Rams two and a half. I would take that. I, I would take it as well. All right. So first game of the week, we're picking the Rams. All right. Let's get to our first game of Sunday. We got Jets at the Falcons. Both of these teams are pretty ass. But you know, you know New what? New York just got uh, their first win last weekend, did they not? You know what, what game this is? What? This is the London game. It's play. It's the game being played in the Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium oh, shit, it in is. London, eight thirty our time. So don't ask PM? me what time that is. Uh, eight thirty a.m. Sorry, oh, on Sunday nice. morning. So I'm, I'm trying be to in think. Church. That's like uh, you know noon or one p.m. I think. Uh, that would be two p.m. over there. Two p.m. Okay. I think it's six so, hours. Yeah, I think you're or right. Or two thirty. So, two thirty. Yeah. Something around there, but. Yeah, so they couldn't have chosen two worse teams, two one and three teams to uh, try and draw some more interest from the abroad uh, viewership. So this is a really ugly game. I but... saw my first Zach Wilson commercial. Really? The Hulu Live one, yeah. Was his mom in it? No, it was just him, but he sounds exactly like Andrew Luck when he talks with the helmet on. It really? Was almost, it was almost uncanny, yeah. So he's got a, a deeper voice than he looks. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's it's like, probably yeah, from all the, welcome to the field. He probably just ages so fast. Actually, he he doesn't age fast, but his internal he, like he's probably okay, this is what I'm trying to say. You know like how the whole fountain of youth thing works is like be you look here. younger, but you can be like 300 years old. Then you take off like that weird ring or something that keeps you young and then you all of a sudden just turn to dust because you're 400 years old. That's what Zach Wilson is to me. Um, he he loves trapped in a young bod. Yeah, he's, he loves soaking. Um, <laughs> my bad. But it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. But if I, I'm looking at this and I am very comfortable with taking the Jets to cover the I plus three. I, I think that they could just out, outright win this game. I think that they've showed a little bit more um, just kind of like, 
I don't know. The Falcons stink like shit. So they have like bottom six passing and rushing offenses. Like I just think the Jets have more talent. Like I, I really do. I, I've seen more good things from Zach Wilson. Like it also, you got to think about this. It's a neutral field overseas, very strong, very heavy time difference. They're all I think sick from eating beans on bread. Exactly. I think Matt Ryan's old ass is just more susceptible to like jet lag and shit than like a young buck like Zach Wilson. That's a great point. uh, That's what that's, that's just what I'm saying. That's just as like a, a man and that's nothing against Matt Ryan. I mean, I probably would be completely dead as well. Um, Just like with it, like think about it. They're literally traveling like just less than a week getting ready to play a professional sports like, game in front of millions of people like that is such a crazy thing like you and me like we can't even comprehend like how much effort that probably takes as a person yeah so well, i'm taking the young the young in do you think a lot of people are even going to go to that game and be like, oh it ain't cricket or, or, or football it's 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 just uh, american blokes out there hitting them pads and i just think everyone <laughs> sounds like peaky blinders whenever you think british it's either that I, or beatles so I was gonna say that sounded more like some like Ted Lasso bullshit than Peaky Blinders. That's just hilarious. Um, okay, but yeah, I, I would agree with you in taking the Jets here too, Brennan. I think just Atlanta is a bottom tier team, um, talent wise. I'm not gonna say even New York has like they're not a great team by any means, right? But I think they can at least be less bad than Atlanta. They're they're more on the come up than Atlanta is right now. Atlanta's on the that, come down. That's the Jets are on the come up. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking at. And also, since I've I've looked at this game last, the Jets were plus three and a half, and now they're plus three. So the line's a little more favorable. So I think now's the time to hop on that if you can. Right on. All right, let's get to our next game. I wouldn't touch this if I were you. Dolphins and Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay's home, um, in-state rivalry, but Tom Brady just knows how to wipe the floor with the Dolphins almost every time he plays them. I'm seeing a uh, spread at 10. Yeah, so, I mean. And you can take a wild gander at who's favorable there. I would more take that <laughs> over if you're going to even touch this game. Like, that's definitely something to consider. Yeah, this uh... – this game is definitely going to just be a bloodbath. Um, I mean, it's Miami at Tampa. So, I mean, that's not a, a huge travel for Miami, but at the same time, like, it, it's – I feel like Florida is now a Buccaneer state. So, no matter what, even if it was in Miami, I'm th- I, think, uh, I think that Tampa has got the home advantage – and this is this is just I think they cover honestly. Oh, yeah. After after losing last week, uh, I think they cover easily. Okay, um, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna stick with Tampa then. But if, yeah, if you're gonna touch that game, I would just go with that over. Um, next, we got Eagles at Panthers. So we got Carolina actually favored at a three and a half line. I can definitely see that happening too. I um, they've as far as how the Eagles have been playing this year. Like I said, not going to knock on my guy, Jalen Hurts, but I just think Carolina overall is the better team. And if you're going to touch this game, if you're going to even touch that line, I would go with Carolina in this instance. Yeah, this one is uh, – I probably would just wouldn't touch this game. I don't know. I mean, the Eagles, they're, they're better than one and three for sure. Their defense isn't. But I just think that they, they, they are a good team. But Carolina, man, I mean – the one thing that you could have knocked them for heading into this week was how their defense, you know, they lost um, Christian McCaffrey and they lost oh, Christian McCaffrey, who yeah, is actually too. he's questionable to play. So they lost JC Horn, their rookie cornerback who was playing really well, mm-hmm. but then they traded for um, CJ Henderson for, for, from the Jags who was a first round pick last year and they, pretty much gave up nothing for him. And then today they traded for Stefan Gilmore from the Patriots, who has been like a defensive player of the year candidate. Um, I think he actually won it a few years ago. Either way, multi-time pro bowler. They traded a six round pick for this guy. So now they've got CJ Henderson, young, young, unproven guy, but he's good. 
and then Stefan Gilmore, a, a pro bowler at cornerback. So they've honestly upgraded. So I think the Panthers think that they are potentially an actual contender this year, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I mean, it's, it's been honestly, it's been awesome to see Sam Darnold step into an environment where the coaching staff is actually like trying to competent. build something around him. Yeah. yeah. And it's competent. So I'm, I'm really sold on this Panthers team. I think their defense is, I think their defense is the best defense in, in the NFL right now. Do you think Sam Darnold just feels betrayed by by New York for just like not letting him grow at all as a quarterback? Like kind of on the same instance where uh, Urban Meyer with Trevor Lawrence, I think that was kind of very similar situation to uh, Adam Gase with Sam Darnold, except, you know, Adam Gase wasn't coming straight out of college to do this. Yeah, I think it's very similar situations. Just stunting um, growth. Which is all again, it kind of that also feeds into the reasoning why I think the Jaguars will probably separate from Urban Meyer sooner rather than later. So that same situation doesn't happen because I think Sam Darnold is living proof to that, like to how a team can completely just like ruin a quarterback that's actually good. Because I think we've seen that he is a perfectly capable quarterback on a different team. So right. I, I'm I really I really like this Carolina team a lot. So and and it's unfortunate because I do I'm I like the Eagles. I like Jalen Hurts. I like Nick Sirianni. Um love Devonta Smith. I mean it's just like a it's a fun team that's young. So they're gonna get their time as well. Um but I, I think that Carolina's just kind of a step ahead. Um, so I, I think I, I think I'm, I'm willing to bet the Panthers on the points here. I really am. I think so too. So let's go ahead and we'll move on to saints at Washington. Now, Brennan saints are a stinky team this year. They're so weird. They're weird. It's, it's weird not having Drew Brees anymore. It's weird. Cause you want James Winston to be doing well, but then they just have asinine games with like, they, they come off so strong against green Bay in week one and then you just, yeah. they kind of just fall off so strong like you thought yep. they like I, I legit thought they were going to be playoff contenders at the nfc this year yeah it's it's weird their defense is good but that's about it i mean mm-hmm. they're not really competent on offense anymore like you said they they really miss drew Brees. i mean Jameis winston I, he's capable of throwing it deep and making some big splash plays but you know, that's not always what you need and that's not always going to win you games. So they, they need a guy that can come in and just kind of navigate an offense, whether it's flashy or not, which I, I don't really think Taysom Hill is the, the guy to do that either. So I don't really know what I'm doing with this game. Um, I wouldn't you know, touch it. Lines at two. I, I wouldn't even yeah. bother. And the over-under is 44 and a half, which – is very low, but I mean, it is, it is like two decent defenses. I know Washington hasn't really shown up yet, but Mm -hmm. this could be the week that they do. So uh, against the saints offense, that's not doing too great. And, you know, Taylor, Tyler Heineke, um, whatever his name is, he's been good so far, but I mean, I think this is one of the better defenses that he's faced. Um, so I, I think it'll it'll be kind of a gross game. I have a feeling. I, I I can definitely see that happening too. But if I had to, if you held me at gunpoint and asked who was going to win this game, I'd probably still say the Saints. Um, just I probably would as well. So I'm just I'm going to move on from this personally um, and go ahead and move to the Titans at Jacksonville. So obviously Jacksonville's not on any sort there's no sign of improvement coming from that team from how um everything was kind of starting out this year i'm very confident that tennessee's gonna win this game if are they gonna cover that i don't know that line is at four and a half and that's a little low for my liking as far as taking tennessee to cover that what do you think yeah i think uh i do think that they're probably counting on i'm sure this line will change once or the if. Urban Meyer situations. No, th- that's not going to resolve itself this week, I think. But um, I know last week Tennessee was without Julio Jones and AJ Brown, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, like th- those are like two of the biggest parts of their offense. So I know that they lost to the Jets, which is 
really that's gross that's really bad but you gotta think like i couldn't even name another wide receiver on that team like if you put a gun to my head i would just be like shoot me in the brains yeah, like just, just I, I couldn't tell squid you. game me exactly squid game me so i i think that if either one of those or both of those guys are in that Tennessee should wipe the floor with Jacksonville. Like I think Derrick Henry, Henry is capable of running three, 350 yards against Jacksonville. So their defense is really bad. Tennessee's defense is bad too. That's why it's like, I look at this over 48 and a half, definitely capable, but that's, a, it's a little bit, that's a lot, but I don't know. I think the bet that I would take here is the Titans. I would take them to win too, honestly. Definitely, definitely to win, but you know, I think minus four is is enough that I think I'm comfortable with taking them at that as well. Okay, that that's actually you made me feel a lot better about that. If you're gonna touch this game, y'all take that line. I'm well. Um, you got to think this is a divisional game. Yeah, and the Titans it were really is damn. Didn't yes, the, the Titans were projected to win the AFC South, so they really should take this game personally and be like, mm-hmm. we got to beat up on the worst team in the NFL right now. So I, I just think that they're going to they, – they, it's a, it's going to be a statement when Tennessee has to win this game. So. It's going to be Nebraska and Northwestern. Yeah, not, probably not that like that, but that would be not. awesome. That would be cool. Um, okay, so, yeah, we're both pretty confident that Tennessee's just going to kick ass. So let's go ahead and move on to Lions and the Vikings. Uh, this mm-hmm. one's pretty pretty easy to guess. Um, that is an insane spread on minute. Like, oh my god! Yeah, I'm looking at nine. That's that's ridiculous. Wow, they're really shitting on Detroit. Which yeah. I mean, to be fair, the the talk around Detroit up until this past week was, hey, they've hung with a, a couple of decent teams. See, like, they're really good at covering. <laughs> cover, yeah, so they're really good at covering and just getting so close to winning, and then they just cannot clutch up. It is impossible yeah. for them. I think that they, you can't – that's just that's just the team. There's really nothing you can do about that. Yeah, which I respect it. Um, they didn't cover against the Bears, which no. was like one of the only teams that did, they didn't cover against. Actually, they didn't – I don't think they covered against the Packers. But well, the divisional I look games at this, are also weird too. It would, they, uh, this is another weird. divisional game too. But, um, yeah, dude, that's just that's, – that's weird. So, I, I feel weird saying that Minnesota is going to cover here, but I just – I don't think they are. That is just such a wide line. I think Detroit so, can cover this game. I think so too. Um, it's a little too much for me to probably touch. I, I, it's just a lot. Um, so the one that I'm looking at for this, and this is actually going to be one of my locks of the week. Like this is something I am going to bet is the over 49 and a half because these are two of the worst defenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think we're kind of getting decent value on this over just because of how these teams performed last week. Um, Minnesota only scored seven points, but that was against a insane Browns defense. I know Kirk Cousins is capable of putting up three touchdowns. Dalvin Cook is going to be back this week. Detroit, on the other hand, you know, they put up 14 against the Bears, who's got a good defense. And I, I just think that these teams are more than capable enough of putting up for over 49 and a half points. So that's what I'm going to bet. Um, just for the, the listeners out there, I'm going to definitely be looking at this game, watching this game and seeing two offenses just obliterate two of the worst defenses in the NFL. I think the, the lions are like 32nd in Minnesota's like 29th in points allowed. So those are uh, pretty indicative of how this game could go. So, God damn, that, that is tough to listen to. Um, okay, I, my final prediction, I think Minnesota's going to win this game, but I think Detroit's going to cover. I like that. I, I would agree. Um, all right, so let's get to the Broncos and the Steelers. This is a weird game, too. That is one of the lowest over-unders I've seen at 30. <laughs> we got one of the – My the, God. This, this game's basically a pick-em. Like, yeah, you might as well say it's a pick-em. Brennan, who do you want to win this game? I, this is disgusting. It really is. I mean, Drew Locke might be at quarterback. Dwayne Haskins might be at quarterback because I saw Big Ben was injured with mm-hmm. a rib injury or some shit, but he's been injured his whole life. So, um, wow, this is literally so gross. I mean, both these defenses are great. 
So, I mean, I could, I might take the under, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know for, I'll, the only thing I can tell you for sure is that I will not watch a second of this game. I probably won't either. I, and well, even if I'm, I'm not, I've never been a Broncos guy to begin with. So, yeah. Even if you're watching like Red Zone or some shit, you're Just not going to see channel. this. You're not yeah. going to see this game on that because oh. no one, people aren't going to score. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you really want to bet on this game because it's just that gross. Um, yeah. Wow. That, that I totally. Is, I'm. I'm convinced this is literally a fifty-fifty shot of who's going to take it. Right now, Pittsburgh's favored. So if you want to go ahead, just we'll just say Pittsburgh's probably going to win this game. <laughs> Final score might be five to three. I would feel. <laughs> I would feel more comfortable probably betting the Broncos. Honestly, Did you say just because of how bad. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. So uh, we'll see. Actually, probably like six to two, but the six points coming from only safeties, not field goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so funny. I I hope that happens. That would just be the biggest troll move by both those defenses. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm just I'm gonna just kind of put my foot in the dirt here and just say Pittsburgh's probably gonna win that game still. Um, yeah. But Brandon, let's go ahead. We'll move on to Cincinnati and Green Bay. So mm. this is also kind of a weird game. Because Cincinnati seems to be kind of on the rise this season a little bit since Joe Burrow's back. But um, Green Bay is also kind of recovering from those first couple of weeks. So I'll probably go ahead and pick Green Bay. I don't know. Because Cincinnati could win this game. You know what I mean? Yeah, so this is what I think. I think that the Bengals are a bit of an upstart team. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not taking any credit away from them. But – I mean, other than week one, which I've decided to just completely throw out, the Packers have been 3-0 and against the spread. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a sneaky line where I've, I'm nervous because I feel like Vegas might know something. So, they're, they're favored. Green Bay is favored three, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you got as well? Yeah. So, I, I see that and I'm like, does Vegas know something like we don't? Because, I mean, I see this and I'm, I'm hammering the Packers right away because I, I think that they should – no doubt win this game. I know it's at Cincinnati, but Green Bay is a I just, much better team overall. They Green definitely Bay has a is pickup. much better. You know, I know both defenses aren't great. Um, Cincinnati's isn't bad, but when it, it all comes down to it, I'm more comfortable having Aaron Rodgers at quarterback willing my team to a win than I am Joe Burrow. So that's just what it comes down to. Um, honestly, hats off to the Bengals, though. They're three and one. Both these teams are three and one. Like, that's awesome. But I think Green Bay comes away with this one for sure. Fair enough. Let's get this. Is next. A, I think I'm going to label this one as one of my locks of the week because it's just too good of a line, I think, to pass up. Brennan's got another lock of the week. <laughs> All right. Let's just let's go move on to uh, Patriots of Texans. Uh, do we need to talk about this game? Nope. If you've got uh, the Patriots defense and fantasy, pencil Have, in about yeah. 20 points. Yeah. Um, no this is going to be a disgusting boys. game. Yeah. I don't – not that I – this is also <laughs> another very low over-under. Wow. It's about the same as the um, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it is the same as the Pittsburgh Broncos, which is pretty crazy, but – uh, I, I think Houston scored zero points last week against the Bills. Um, so I think uh, I think the Patriots, albeit they're not as dominant as the Bills are, they will dominate this game. Um, the, the Texans, they, they might not score. Davis Mills is so bad. It, it, that was such a swing and a miss for the Texans in the draft. They need Tyrod back. But, yeah, this game's brutal. I'm, I don't think I'm going to bet on this one either. Yeah, don't don't even bother. But yeah, if you like Brennan said, if you have Patriots defense on your fantasy team, go have fun for a week. Seriously, yeah, you're, you're gonna, they'll, you, they'll probably you're score gonna thirty points. It. Yeah, I know you looked at this game ahead and were like, you know what, I need to have Patriots defense just for this weekend. So there's Seriously. your moment shine. Next, we got your little team, Brennan. We got the Bears at the Raiders, and um, I'm guessing you're a little nervous about this one. I mean, I'm nervous. I'm excited. Um, you know, right now five and a half point spread that's a lot like mm-hmm. that that's in favor of the Raiders so I know they're I know we're away in uh in Vegas so that obviously is it's a challenge that stadium's awesome but you know I think uh the Raiders did not look great against the Chargers I remember thinking I said wow if the thing is with the Bears 
our secondary is not great, but our pass rush and our run defense is really good. And that's where the Chargers were able to disrupt the Raiders. And that was what helped them win the game mm-hmm. was limiting Derek Carr. If you rush, if you just blitz the shit out of Derek Carr, there's nothing. He gets so flustered. There's nothing he can do. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think the Bears are going to get. They're going to get in his head. Khalil Mack coming back to, um, coming back to the Raiders. You know, playing in front of their crowd. I think he he's he's been actually playing really well lately. I think he could have a great game. I've obviously it's you, you can't help but say, oh, this guy's biased, but. At the same time, you got to look at the spread like five and a half points. Like that's a that's kind of, that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah. So I, I think the Bears. Uh, I think the Bears have got something going right now, and I think committing to a quarterback as well, committing to the guy. I think the whole team wants to see at quarterback. I think that gives them a little bit of a confidence boost. Um, you know, I think seeing this line is going to like players. Obviously, you they pretend to not know what the betting is on the games and what the lines are, but you can't help but know that you're just heavy underdogs. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to bet on the bears, but that's also because actually I probably won't if I'm being honest, because I hate betting on my own team, but I would feel comfortable as a average sports fan. Like, Hey, this line's a little big. I think I'm going to take the team that could potentially come on and surprise some people. So Defense alone, I would say Bears could easily cover that game. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Do I that, think they can win? That's fine. I, I don't think they can win, but I <laughs> just because Brennan, you know that back office and just that offensive situation right now is just a total shit show. Like we it's, want, like I know you want. It's not great. I know, like I I want Justin Fields to succeed. And I want him to be able to be, you know, QB one consistently and just get what he needs to be able to succeed, but. Yeah, Brennan, depending on who's calling the plays this week, I think is going to depend who's winning that game. That's I think I think Laser is officially taken over as the offensive play caller, but I still don't think that changes too, too much for me. Um, obviously, the hopeful in me thinks that the Bears can win, mm-hmm. but I'm way more confident in them being able to cover this because gotcha. I, think they're, I think they're a good enough team to cover for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then on, on that note, I love – I'll go with you. I'll predict the Bears. How about that? Thank you. I'll, I'll throw you a bone because I know you Thank would do you. the same for me. So well, I It's a little know. bit easier to say on your <laughs> part, but it's all right. Well, maybe not this weekend, but we'll get to that. Next, we got the Browns and the Chargers. And mm-hmm. Chargers look like they're a little bit on the up and up. You know, they were able to beat the Chiefs. You were having a bad turnover uh, weekend that day. And, you know, they were able to just – embarrass Las Vegas. I'm really seeing this Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen combination, and it's working out really well. I think the Chargers are a dangerous team to be looking out for right now. Not at any point will I ever say that Cleveland is not a a good team right now, but this is going to be a good game to watch. I'm actually surprised this isn't the Sunday night game or Monday night. No, I think this is a great matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, And Both these teams are on a very similar level play skill-wise. I yeah, I think the Browns obviously are more of a defensive effort like team than the Chargers are, but this is where so I agree that the Browns are a good team, but they also just only scored fourteen points against the Vikings defense, who is really bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm still not sold on Baker like we've been kind of saying all year. I think that when you look at the Browns, the team is super. Uber talented, but quarterback is the one position where I'm like, that's what holds them back from being that next upper tier. Baker Mayfield was like under 50% completion rate against the Vikings for like 155 yards. He missed multiple, just like completely open passes. The Chargers have been hot. And I think this would be another statement win for them. And I think it's really important to get those types of wins if you're the Chargers, especially after last year, just losing so many of those close games. And they've kind of proven themselves to be, you know, capable of winning those games this year. So, you know, the line is only minus one. So you're, it's kind of like a money line bet, but you're getting a little bit better odds. So I'm willing to take the Chargers in this. I, I'm just not a big believer on the Browns. I was 
before the season because I was like, this team is just so good on paper. But after seeing them play, like, Baker Mayfield is just not the answer. So or At least they're clutching up and being able to, you know, get those wins when it counts. Like, that's just yeah, kind of what yeah. we're seeing. Yeah, no, I mean, they can, they can compete for sure, but they're not a Super Bowl caliber team with Baker Mayfield at the helm of the offense. So I wholeheartedly agree. So let's go ahead. We'll take that Chargers cover. If you're going to put any money on it, this is very close, but like you said, Chargers are on the up and up. They're looking hot right now. They are, they're like, they, they really are running. They are looking really good. I know they, they are kind of a rough start, but AFC West is also a very competitive division. So yeah. I, I will just say they, you know, they are, they're well, finding love in a hopeless place right now. Who did they lose to week one? Oh God. Good question. I gotta look this up. Chargers. It was a close. It wasn't the Steelers because that's who the Bills lost to, which was a complete anomaly as well. Um, Washington. Wait, the beat. I'm looking at the preseason. I think. No, no. Yeah, they beat Washington week one. They lost to the Cowboys week two. Oh, the Cowboys. That was such a close game. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Chargers. You know, three and one right now. Like they're they're low key leading the AFC West. Yeah. No. And and they look good. They really do. So. Call me Colin Cowherd, but I am out on Baker Mayfield. I was just actually going to make a reference to that, so I'm glad you made it. <laughs> All right. Brian, should we move on to the Giants at the Cowboys then? Mm-hmm. This, this game is going to be ugly. for If you're a New York fan, don't even, don't even bother, guys. It's going to be a blowout. So Dak is back. We can all, we can all agree. Um, he's awesome. He's awesome. I agree. And another divisional game, rivalry game at Dallas, I think. As much as I hate Cowboys and – and their fans, I, I think that they they're gonna easily cover this. The line set at seven right now. The guys like I would not be worried. I would no. not be worried. They're gonna have a field day with this New York defense. Yeah, I I don't have much to say about this one. I mean, even Dallas's defense, they've really stepped it up this year. They've looked mm-hmm. actually competent, which is not something I thought I would be saying uh, preseason. So I Can think we just talk about real quick. What do you think of these Jordan 1 cleats? They look really good on certain players, but I, I don't think I can get on board. For the Cowboys? Just in general. I've been seeing them a lot more this year. I don't know. I, I guess I, I haven't really been paying attention to it too much. So maybe I, I, I always kind of get a glimpse of uniforms. That's just something I'm personally into. But I've been seeing a, a large rise of Jordan 1 football cleats. And I think sick. at least – for the Cowboys colors and just the way they look on Dak Prescott, they look really good. But then when you see it on the Chargers and just a couple other teams, you're just like, really? That's what you came up with? Yeah, you see like Zach Martin, the offensive line wearing them. You're like, oh. Oh, no, offensive gross. line. You couldn't catch him dead wearing those. No, you couldn't. But I do think <laughs> that the Cowboys are pretty much a pencil in win right now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I would, do, I would write it in pen. Like, they're, they're that, they look that good. So, their defense is good. Their run game is stepping it up. Dak looks back. So I am, I'm all in on the Cowboys, which is unfortunate because I am not the biggest Cowboys fan, but I, I'm happy for Dak Prescott either way. So right, makes uh, it easier. Um, let's go ahead and move on then to Arizona and the um, San Francisco. This is going to be a rough week for San Francisco, Brennan, with just how Arizona has been playing this entire season. What do you, what do you think? I, I I really think Arizona's going to cover that five and a half spread. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because it's kind of like the Bears Raiders line. I like the line a lot. You know, I think the Cardinals should win this, mm-hmm. but this team is riding a lot of highs right now. Um, I think they're due for a bit of a come down. I, I I was saying that last week, which is why I I bet on the Rams to cover. Um, minus three and a half or whatever the line was. And obviously that they destroyed the Rams, which was a very impressive win. And I'm not saying they're going to lose, but the Niners are a tough team as we've seen this year. They've hung around with, with good teams. They've hung around with the Packers. So they always play Arizona very tough. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. Um, Trey Lance might make his first NFL start this week. So I don't know. I think I am willing to take the underdog cover here. Um, I'm still going to root for the Cardinals. I still think they'll win, but I think this could be potentially a closer game than people realize. Yeah, and well, Trey Lance, you know, he got some playing time last week. He, he didn't look too terrible out there. 
Yeah, he made a couple really big plays. Um, he obviously has got a little bit of an accuracy mm-hmm. um, thing he's got to work on. But, I mean, that comes with time. So you give him a whole week to prepare with the first team instead of Jimmy Garoppolo, like he's going to be coming in prepared and like understanding a little bit more of how his receivers um, <clears throat> go through their motions and, you know, what type of ball they like to catch. So right. I think uh, I, I really like Trey Lance, and I think he's going to be a great quarterback. So – that's why I kind of think that they they could be a little bit of of a surprise this week. So that's why I, I'm I'm taking both of the underdogs to cover in the five and a half point spreads this week. Okay, I'll join you on that too because I think it's better when we can agree and either win together or suffer together, Brennan. Because we are, agree. we are an item. Um, all right, let's move to the game that I'm probably most worried about. We got uh, Kansas City versus Buffalo. So wow, Chiefs haven't been home in. Okay, so the last time they were home, they played the Chargers and lost. But, Brennan, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about this game because it's just how the season has been going. I Like I said, I'm a completely zen man now. I've, I've definitely calmed down a bit on my fanship, realizing, like, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe my Travis Kelsey jersey doesn't have magical powers to where, where I wear it the whole game. Uh, they're going to win. But I, I want to say that they're getting their act together after last weekend. I really want to say that. And I do think the Bills are a beatable team when it comes to just how the Chiefs have been playing the last few years, you could say. Um, I mean, last year, obviously, yeah, I was, I was shitting bricks the entire AFC championship, and they haven't matched up since then. But, yeah, just a two-and-a-half line, that is just worrisome. I got Especially it at three right now. You got it at three? Well, because yeah. that's, that's a field goal, dude. And I just – the Chiefs are not great at covering. So that's just – I will throw that out there. I do think, though, that 56.5 over under – I think that over is going to That's hit. crazy. I think that's going to hit, too, because both of these teams are so offensively present. And You're right. I just, Bill's defense, though, Bill's defense is not bad. That's what I'm worried about. The Chiefs' defense yeah. is not very good. The Bills' defense is a lot better. I'm not saying that the Bills' defense is amazing. I'm just saying that I, I have reason to worry. But – Without being said, I'm going to throw in some bias. Chiefs taking the cover two and a half. Sue me. I'm definitely – I don't know if I can take the Chiefs to cover this one. I know it's only a field goal, but I don't know, dude. As much as I, I – We're doomed. I do, I do think that you're not doomed, but I don't know. I think the, the Bills are very hot right now. I mean, they've outscored their opponents like what? 60 70 to like 16 points the past like two weeks or something mm-hmm. i don't know i mean they obviously that's skewed because they held the texans to zero points and beat them by like 35 or 40 or whatever but it this team i mean that defense looks like they they look good i mean well just we're just gonna have to obviously it's sunday night game of course my ass is watching it but god oh. it's just my, I'm going to have an anxiety attack just like an hour before. That is just and, and such a why. great game. I don't know It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. You don't know why. I mean, this is potentially the AFC championship game, but it's f- 10 weeks early. But here's the thing, too. I need to know not to – or I need to learn how to not worry about shit like this because this game is not going to affect my life in any way. Um, what are you talking about? Yeah, it is. It's, it's – how is it going to affect my life? You're saying that if the Chiefs lost, you wouldn't. It wouldn't drastically affect your mood for the rest of the night and potentially the rest of the week. Nope. Even after they lost to the Ravens and the Chargers, I was actually like, I, I took those losses surprisingly well. That's well, okay. Maybe the Ravens. That. I was a little, you know, I, I sent you a couple texts that were probably worrisome, but um, you know, after that Chargers <laughs> loss, I was like, you know what? It is what it is, and I went drove to Lincoln and went to dinner, so everything was okay. The sun still came out the next day. I'm just, I'm just gonna accept whatever happens. There's nothing I can physically do to go and change the game unless I can just poison Josh Allen or something, which I wouldn't even do because he's my fantasy quarterback. Which, by the way, good. Thanks for reminding me. I'm gonna bench him. Um, I wouldn't bench him. (laughs) I, I can't do it. I can't start him because he's playing. Dude, you have to. (sighs) It would just be dumb of you to bench him. I'm I'm so bad. Uh, but either way, I mean, I think it'll be a great game. Uh, I think it almost good. is a coin flip, honestly. Like both teams are just incredible. Um, this is literally like Thanos versus the Avengers. 
um i don't know who's who but you know what i'm saying it's i know what you're saying it's like rocky versus uh drago uh, drago but okay well just out of straight bias and love for my boys i'm gonna go ahead and just take the the, the kansas city chiefs here and that's fair i i i'll i'll semi root for the chiefs in your just on your part thanks buddy because you know i would do the same for you yes i know you would i know you would <laughs> all right so let's get to monday night's game then real quick buddy we got our last game colts at ravens uh this one's yeah also kind of a growth what is it with just weird monday night games lately it's all the like games that aren't sunday night football i feel like are just kind of gross actually some of the monday night games aren't too bad um but this one wasn't terrible but um this one is kind of gross yeah i mean it's it's clear baltimore if baltimore doesn't win this game then they're good luck winning another game this season seriously yeah the colts have not looked good um Baltimore, you know, they've had some injuries. I think they're getting back their uh, receiver they drafted this year, Rashad Bateman. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see if he uh, suits up and has his first NFL start. Dude's a beast. Um, so I don't know. I think Lamar last week, I think he was a little banged up. He was kind of questionable to play all week. And he actually threw for his second ever 300-yard game. So it's kind of funny that he's only had two of those in his career, but you know, that just shows you that he was capable of being a passer. Um, So I think that I think those games are important for kind of his like psyche and being able to like get out there and, you know, make some good throws and Mm -hmm. perform at quarterbacks. So I I do think that they're kind of, they're going to be riding the high of, I mean, they beat a Denver team that was undefeated going into the week. So it, it was a it was a good win away as well. So I think uh, I think they'll handle the Colts pretty easily. I think so too. So I, if you are putting money on the Monday night game, because you know that I know a lot of people do that primetime game, why not? Right? Go ahead, place your bets on the Ravens, folks. They're they're taking this one. I like I can, it. I can definitely say that with confidence. All right, I agree. Did you have any other notes that you wanted to leave our our uh, our fans before we dip out for the week? I put it all on the line. Put it all on the line. And next week, you guys will see if we are drowning in our sorrows or if we are celebrating like Vikings. So, folks, see you next week. Go watch some football. 11 hours commercial free. See you guys.